Hello and welcome to No Rush for the Weekend Presents. I'm Jason Godby, and today we're counting down our top 10 documentaries about movies. This is our must-see list of movies for people who love movies and want to know more about how they're made. In no particular order, but a countdown from 10 anyway. Here we go. Honorable Mention, The Making of Panic Room. Panic Room is a 2002 thriller directed by David Fincher. The Making of Panic Room is interesting because of how cut and dry it is. I know that sounds like a contradiction, but if you're a filmmaker, you know how tedious and boring filmmaking can be, especially when it's going well. This documentary takes you behind the scenes and covers all the bases from pre-production to post. The best part about this doc is that you get to know Fincher's process. Detail-oriented doesn't even begin to cover it. Jodie Foster, who stars in Panic Room, calls Fincher the most meticulous director she's ever worked with, and she's been in movies since the 70s. It's a realistic depiction of how movies are made on a grand scale, and it's enlightening for any filmmaker. Honorable Mention, The Blood is the Life, The Making of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula is a 1992 feature directed by Francis Ford Coppola, a name you'll hear more than once on this list. It was made just a year after Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Since then, movies have relied more and more on CGI, but this version of the Dracula story went in the opposite direction. Since the novel was published in 1897, right around the time of the birth of cinema, Coppola decided to use classic in-camera techniques to achieve the look and feel he wanted. These naive effects complemented the practical makeup of Greg Canham and the costumes of Aiko Ishioka, both of whom won Academy Awards for their creations. For inspiration, Coppola looked at artists like Gustav Klimt and Edvard Munch. He put together a book of these different artists' work to inspire his design team. This wasn't a computerized pre-visualization. This was the 90s, long before Google, so he had to look through actual books. For all you young filmmakers out there, just take a moment to process that. It's real old-fashioned movie making at its best, and there's something special about that. Honorable Mention, Ray Harryhausen, Special Effects Titan. This doc profiles the master of stop-motion animation, the man behind such films as The Seven Voyages of Sinbad, Jason and the Argonauts, It Came from Beneath the Sea, and Clash of the Titans. We see Ray Harryhausen's process in drawings and early camera tests. He pushed the technology and made advances in special effects and stop-motion animation. Stop-motion is a technique where an inanimate object is brought to life on film by shooting one frame at a time and moving the figure slightly each time. The technique seems primitive compared to today's computer animation, but it's still effective. Bringing characters to life one frame at a time is painstaking and time-consuming, but the hours spent to get each second of film were worth it. We also hear from some filmmakers Harryhausen inspired, including Peter Jackson, Guillermo del Toro, Steven Spielberg, James Cameron, Henry Selleck, and many others. Each one candidly talks about how their films wouldn't have been possible without Harryhausen's inspiration. Honorable Mention, Becoming Mike Nichols. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, The Birdcage, and The Graduate? These are but a few of the films of the amazing Mike Nichols. Becoming Mike Nichols is an interview with the legendary director. In this HBO documentary, Nichols and interviewer Jack O'Brien discuss Nichols' career in show business. You also get to hear about some of the techniques Nichols used to create some of his greatest work, as well as his philosophy on directing. If you're interested in directing or acting, I can't recommend this one enough. Number 10, The Cutting Edge, The Magic of Movie Editing. 
This is a perfect documentary for anyone who's interested in learning about the art of editing. This film includes interviews with such amazing editors as Walter Murch, Dee Dee Allen, Sally Menke, Paul Hirsch, and Richard Chu, and some of the great directors who worked with them like George Lucas, Quentin Tarantino, and Anthony Mangella, just to name a few. Cutting Edge also serves as an historical document of the history of editing and movie making, from the first films ever created to the films of the early 2000s. As director Rob Cohen says in the documentary, I think editing is the reason people love movies. We think he's right, and that's why this film is essential. Number 9. A Legacy of Filmmakers, The Early Years of American Zoetrope THX 1138 was the first feature film directed by George Lucas. It was released by Warner Brothers Studios in 1971 and produced by Francis Ford Coppola's American Zoetrope. This documentary tells the story of how the legendary company came to be. Before Rodriguez, Tarantino, and Linklater, there was American Zoetrope. The brainchild of Francis Ford Coppola, director of the Godfather trilogy and Apocalypse Now, American Zoetrope was a production company made up of such talented filmmakers as George Lucas, Caleb Deschanel, Walter Murch, and John Milius. If you don't know those names, you should. This is their story, and the story of the fall of the old Hollywood system and the birth of the independent film in the 1960s and 70s. Number 8. De Palma Another rising star of the 60s and 70s era of the American cinema is Brian De Palma. He's one of America's greatest directors and comes from the generation of Lucas, Spielberg, Coppola, and Scorsese. He's a Hitchcock disciple and a master of suspense in his own right. The film De Palma is an interview with the director where he talks about his entire career from his first film to his most recent. Filmmakers Noah Baumbach and Jake Paltrow don't interview any of the actors De Palma worked with nor any of his friends or colleagues. This is pure De Palma in his own words. De Palma talks about his influences, perspectives, and views on his own work. And it's damn good. A must-see for Brian De Palma fans or anyone who has interest in film or filmmaking. Number 7. Electric Boogaloo, The Wild Untold Story of Canon Films. Canon Films was a legendary film studio that epitomized the words fast, cheap, and out of control. The studio was known for producing over-the-top 80s action flicks like The Delta Force, Death Wish 2, Masters of the Universe, Cyborg, and Over the Top. This film explores the rise and fall of Menahem Golan and Yoram Globus, two cousins from Israel who founded the studio. We learn about their history of making films in Israel, their move to Hollywood, their success, and the fall of the studio into debt and disrepair. The documentary's interviews are candid, funny, and unapologetic. We see a range of feelings, from love to regret to bitterness to even tenderness about the cousins in the movies they made. You can feel the unbridled honesty in this movie. It's the kind of story that can only happen in Hollywood. A story you'd swear was fiction if you didn't know it was true. Number 6. Behind the Mask. The Batman Dead End Story. In 2003, what was then considered to be the greatest fan film ever made was released to screaming fans in a jam-packed Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. The man behind Batman Dead End is Sandy Calora, a special effects artist turned director. In his 35mm short, Batman battles the Joker, a xenomorph, and multiple predators. Behind the Mask is the story of the making of Calora's extraordinary short as well as a look at the man himself, his talent, his triumph, his struggles, and his hubris. This doc serves as a cautionary tale for anyone looking to climb the Hollywood ladder. Number 5. 
The Death of Superman Lives. What happened? Another superhero movie is the subject of our next film. In 2018, we lost some great artists. One of them was director, editor, and internet personality John Schnepp. Schnepp was a comic book expert and aficionado, and was fascinated by the Hollywood that never was. In The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened, Schnepp and producing partner Holly Payne explored the demise of the lost film Superman Lives, a film that was to be directed by Tim Burton and starred Nicolas Cage as Superman. The doc is a deep dive and explores what happens when a movie goes through development hell. It includes interviews with the rarely interviewed director and his producers as well as his screenwriters, one of whom is Kevin Smith, whose rant on how he got the job working for John Peters is hilarious and went viral on YouTube. Schnepp also interviews the production designer, conceptual artist, as well as Oscar-winning costume designer Colleen Atwood, and shows you some of the stunning concept art that was never used. This doc brings new life to Superman Lives. If you love superheroes, comic book movies, or you think you might make a big Hollywood movie one day, this film is required viewing. Number 4. Yadorowski's Dune Another doc about a movie that never was... Yodorowsky's Dune is the story of experimental filmmaker Alejandro Yodorowsky and his quest to make a film of Dune, the epic science fiction novel. Now, Yodorowsky is a kind of madman. One need only watch his films as evidence of this, but this film would be different. This was going to be epic, with one of the greatest creative teams ever assembled, including some of the greatest minds in design and special effects. Dan O'Bannon and H.R. Giger of Alien fame, just to name two, as well as an incredible cast including Orson Welles, David Carradine, and Salvador Dali. This movie would have been bonkers, but what emerged from the failure was a cavalcade of ideas and creations that would make a lasting contribution to sci-fi cinema. I won't give too much away, just watch it. Number 3, Lost in La Mancha. Whether you loved or hated Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi, you have to admit, Yoda's Force Ghost had a point. Failure is one of life's greatest teachers, and Lost in La Mancha is an example of just that. In this documentary, director Terry Gilliam attempts to make his film, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, and everything goes wrong. The production seems doomed from the start and fails miserably. John Ford once said, You have luck in pictures. Most of the time, it's bad luck. In this case, Uncle John was right. If you've ever made a movie or had a project go south, this may be too painful to watch. On the bright side, you get to see inside the mind of Terry Gilliam, a great filmmaker whose films have suffered in the past from being too ambitious for their budgets. You see how he creates within his limitations and struggles to make do with what he has when it all goes to hell. It can also be reassuring to know that even great filmmakers fail. And if you fall down, you can get back up, dust yourself off, and get back behind the camera. Since then, Gilliam has managed to make The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, which was released in 2019. Number two, They'll Love Me When I'm Dead. Hey, did you hear about that new Orson Welles movie? Never thought I'd hear myself say that this century, but here we are. In 2018, Netflix released The Other Side of the Wind, a previously unfinished film directed by Orson Welles. They'll Love Me When I'm Dead is something Welles once said about himself supposedly. The Other Side of the Wind stars John Huston as Jack Hannaford, a director who some would say is a stand-in for Wells, although Wells would deny the film as being about him and hated when people said it was. The Love Me When I'm Dead gives us insight into an older, jaded Wells having been through the ringer of the Hollywood system. 
a man whose work would forever be compared to his first film, and some say the greatest American film ever made, Citizen Kane. It's a biography of Wells by people who knew him, unflinching and not always flattering. Number 1. Hearts of Darkness, A Filmmaker's Apocalypse The granddaddy of all behind-the-scenes documentaries. This is arguably why behind-the-scenes docs are made. Legendary director Francis Ford Coppola ventures into the jungle to make a masterpiece. Ill-fated and plagued with tremendous obstacles, the production of Apocalypse Now seemed doomed from the start. This documentary is an intimate look at the making of a film from conception to completion. Shot by Coppola's wife, Eleanor, this film gets up close and personal with the man himself as she follows him down a dark path of madness and enlightenment, all the while shooting and even recording him, sometimes without his knowledge. There's so much to say about this film and the countless filmmakers it's inspired, but I don't want to spoil it. If you've seen it, you're probably telling your friends, I told you this would be number one, but if you haven't yet experienced this incredible documentary, if you see only one film on this list... Let this be the one. For more of our content, including our podcast and movie reviews, visit our website, norestfortheweekendpodcast.com. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.